thanks so much to Pod Plays Podcast, bringing great stories, epic songs, audio dramas that are a movie for your ears. Within each story, you'll discover new and original music by Nashville's top hit songwriters. Visit podplays.com to find the stories, the app, and links to follow Pod Plays on all your favorite social media sites. Well, you're you're very very low, so I, it's not me? you. It's not you. It's okay. It's our producer. <laughs> it's Ben. Yeah, it's he, Ben. Don't worry about it's his it. fault. Everything's yeah. his fault. It's just so. what he does. It's okay, Ben. You're doing great. <laughs> don't don't encourage him. Don't, don't encourage no, him. Just leave him. He'll start talking, and then don't do it. He, he takes up, tries to take over the show. He'll ruin the show. Yeah, yeah. I had a weird no. dream that I was fishing with Elon Musk, and I woke up and went, Ben. It was his fault. <laughs> Man. There he is. I love it. There's Dave. <laughs> this is the Marty Ray Project Chats, and I'm Marty Ray, one of the hosts of this podcast. You might know me from a beard video, a prank call, a rap song turned acoustic cover, or hopefully one of my original albums. And I'm Chris Wallen. You might know me from... Where would they know me from again? You might know Chris from number one hit songs like Don't Blink by Kenny Chesney and Something to Be Proud of by Montgomery Gentry. Whether you know either one of us or not, I bet you're going to have fun here. Welcome to the project. Download, subscribe, and rate, whether you love it or not. Sound supplied by Roadcaster Pro. She was on none other than the than Team Blake for season 14 of The Voice. Kelly Clarkson wanted her too. If you heard her sing, you'd know exactly why. She's played shows with Kane Brown, Dirks Bentley, Cam, and the legendary Winona Judd, one of my favorites. She sings like a country rock and roll angel and dresses like one, too. Welcome to the show, Jess Lee. How you doing? Well, oh, like, I wish I'm so sorry that rock and roll angel and dresses like one too. Now you've like held the standard for everybody, and, and I've got to get them to make that intro now. I'll send that to you, forty five bucks. I'll send them out. Exactly. Yeah, no, no. I'll big, pay for it. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I'm sorry. No, that you, you know didn't what? I'll just pictured. go back and I'll go back and watch the show and just rewrite it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> you can. Well, yeah. no, he said forty five bucks, but the funny thing is that he'll do that on Cameo for twenty bucks. Yeah, that's true. Oh. That's true. I'm cheaper on Cameo. You're hustling me now. And then Cameo takes their percentage, so I'm actually doing it for like ten bucks. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, Man. just throw me ten dollars and you can have it. <laughs> we'll just send you the clip. I got clip. you. I got you. Uh, wanted to it's apologize. Like ten dollars well spent. <laughs> wanted to apologize to Dave. Oh no, nah. we didn't get you in the intro. You didn't even get seen. We didn't introduce you or nothing. I know. We're at Dave's. It's pitiful. We're at I was Dave's actually place wondering here. about that. This is Old Bank Media Group, the home of Pod Plays. Yes. And he and Leslie Satcher own this place, and they're so kind and generous to let us uh, come in here and take over. Um, for Saturdays, yeah. one month out of the year. I mean, wait a minute. <laughs> out of the yeah, year, one right? month out of the year. Out of the whole year. <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh, me. Jess Lee, we start every episode with a fast five. And we ask you five quick questions, and we ask for five quick answers, but we usually never get the answers no, quickly. never. And when we do get them quickly, they don't okay. really go with the question. <laughs> so it's up to you however you want to answer these. It could be. Random. We don't really care. We just, just we don't really care what you say. And I could even text you okay. right now some answers if you want to do that. It's fine. <laughs> or I can answer them <laughs> no, for you. No, yeah. I'm, you can call I'm a friend. I'm really curious. I, 
I'm curious what I'm going to say on my own. So let's just go for it. <laughs> Here we go. If you were a pair of <laughs> shoes, what kind would you be? Ooh, Christian Louis Vuittons. I'm bougie. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Yeah. Was that, is that Christian Louis Vuitton? Is that the man's first name, Louis it's Vuitton? The red, the red, the red bottoms. I know. Yeah, I know. You know the red bottoms. Do you have a pair handy that no. you could run? Your yeah, yeah. You're talking. You're looking at a no, lot of country here. over here. Oh, there's a lot of country. There's a lot of country yeah. on this side of the camera, Jess Lee. We oh no, it's it's so funny because like I I'm so Italian. Like I'm literally your concoction of corn fed and lasagna. Like this is what you get. So I have one side of my family that's straight up in New York. They own an entire street in Staten Island. And then I have my other family from like Loxahatchee, Florida area, straight up boondocks. And I have a very, very like rough and rugged side to me, which is like kind of what you're seeing today. (laughs) Um, And then I have like my stage side and like my stage side is a straight up alter ego, always decked out in crystal fringe, like sparkles from head to toe. Like I'm a whole different person on stage. It's very funny. So my stage side would definitely be the Christian Louis Vuittons. <laughs> my my countryside would definitely be the Laredos. So <laughs> yeah, now see, we all know what those are. Oh, yeah. Laredos. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> see, I yeah. was thinking, okay, I'm about to hear Jimmy Choo's. Who's that? Jimmy Choo's are nice. Jimmy Choo's are nice. Oh. I was thinking maybe Nike. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Reebok. See, I'd be a Reebok. That's a whole nother side now. If we're talking my gym side, Adidas. Okay. Adidas. <laughs> I just saw where Crocs is coming out with a high heel. Rip that's just weird. Is it made <laughs> out of rubber? It, it, no, it's made it's got it looks like it's made out of steel or something. The heel is, and they're gonna be like eight hundred dollars for a pair of crocs with high heels. Yeah. Wow, maybe they'll paint the bottoms of them red. Huh? Maybe. Okay, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, so a pair of Christian Louis Vuittons are like anywhere from like eight hundred to like two thousand dollars. So you might as well just go p- get a pair of them. Man. Crocatons. I'm, I'm not getting Croc high heels. Crocatons. Croutons. 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 No, just croutons. No, croutons. No, I don't like croutons. 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 You got to have croc. No, I love food. Croutons. You know, you said something that really related with me. It kind of almost made me tear up because you said you was raised on corn and lasagna. And, uh, pretty much. And that's what we had for lunch. Shut up. Oh, was it like a homemade that reminds me though, of, or something like you just opened a can of corn and dumped hey, it on a lasagna that reminds oh, me man. tell me that don't remind you of a school cafeteria lunch the pizza always came with the corn just a little bit yeah. of corn corn over here true. and then pizza or lasagna oh and why was the corn so good with the pizza i don't know it offset the lumpy milk i know that i love now, the did lumpy you milk. like on that on that school pizza though it needed ranch like did y'all oh, ranch I it up i love school pizza it was so greasy i loved it we didn't awesome. have ranch <laughs> yeah <laughs> see, again you're, you, you're you talking country over oh, here oh man you can't hide money yeah. they had ranch <laughs> <laughs> what she rich yeah. she that's really upper rich. upper east side of louisiana <laughs> wow. they had ranch what? what did you go to y'all probably had ordered in ranch dominoes ranch. or something <laughs> <laughs> You talking we, about ranch? My school, we always had the nacho cheese whip. sauce. <laughs> oh, there's Ben trying there's to come ben in, trying to give trying us two cents, trying to chime in. Go ahead, ah. Ben. Uh oh. I was saying in my school they had the nacho cheese sauce. You could dip it in. That's real great. Uh, question two. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Ben! <laughs> 
I'm sorry, man. You know I love you. That's cool, nacho cheese. Um, That's cool. Cool, cool. If you could have an unlimited storage of any item, what would it be? Okay, weird enough shoes. So as as weird as that is, so I actually have over 200 pairs of shoes. And we're actually going to be going into – COVID kind of slowed down the process. By the way, these won't be quick answers. I'm Italian, so I'll talk later <laughs> off. So, um, so during COVID, um, we were supposed to actually go ahead and buy our first plot of land and build our home, and it was going to be a custom-built home. And things kind of just slowed that down plan-wise because um, I tour a lot, and that's like my main um, income. So we decided to go ahead and just take that as a sign to just take our time. But I'm pretty excited because we're getting back to that spot again, and I, I have a custom-built closet, and it's going to be a huge area just for my 200-plus pair of shoes. Man, Look at you. nice. Pour yeah. more ranch on us, ain't you? Yeah, I love That's right. <laughs> right, exactly. The shoe vault. Exactly. Yeah, she's like the Jessalyn shoe vault. Oh, my God, I'm so vault. sorry. If you hear squeaking back there, that's my brand-new puppy. I just got a puppy, and she's got a donut in her hand right now. I'm sorry. Oh, man. No worries. We, we like dogs. So does Chris Wallen. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I had a donut in my hand right now. I'd be eating it like it's going bad. It's weird how donuts came up again. That's what Uncle Cracker said he would use as his weapon of choice that was so in the weird. zombie apocalypse. He said the weapon of choice in the, was Krispy Kreme donuts. Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to be a zombie. How in does your he plan on using them? It just like assault, like so toss funny. them. He just like, feeds, it, feeds it to people and it eventually kills them because yeah. of the sugar. Well, the zombies are already dead. Kills them again. They're dead. I know, but it kills right. them. Question three. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to eat one, if you had to eat, I don't, I don't even know how to read my own question. If you had to eat one, <laughs> that's all. No. If you had to eat one, would you eat a live worm or a live cricket? If you had mm. to eat one. I'd say a worm. Really? See, I'd go crunchy. I'd say, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say live worm. I'd go crunchy. Like- but you, Dave? Well, yeah. I mean, you can't have just, I mean, you can't have both. Like, I could. Well, I thought, you know what? I thought you were going to say, after, said, you can't just have one. <laughs> yeah, <I hope> so. <laughs> it's like a potato chip. Ah, come on, like, you know, wrap that worm around that cricket. And hey, here's, oh, a, here's a guy that that question don't phase. I believe he's eating a worm in a cricket live. I Man. <laughs> I believe I he's wanting to know what a fish felt like eating it. I'm from the country. Country. Mm. Country. Uh, My reasoning is because I feel like it'd be easy to swallow down, like just whole, just go for it whole. So yeah, you don't even chew it or anything. That's that's a good yeah. That's true. That is true. Straight down. Yeah. Well, if you had to chew it though, I don't want any guts. I don't want any anything. Yeah. If I had to chew it out, it would have to be the cricket. Yeah, chewing the worm would be tough. Oh man. No way. I wouldn't be able to chew it. I would just do a big old swallow. I'd just be like, it's calamari. It's calamari. Remember that show Fear Factor? Calamari. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. I love that show. Uh, That show was great. Oh, I love Fear Factor. I just binged the hell out of it, too. It's surprising you're bringing it up. On on, uh, on. Amazon? you can binge it on binge it on Netflix. And I literally went back and old Joe Rogan, freaking hilarious. Oh, yeah. I love it. Did you see the one where he actually <laughs> ate the cockroach straight out of the box? I did. I couldn't believe it. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, I actually like clapped. Like, <laughs> like, like there's people that I clapped. I'm like, damn, you go, Joe. Because I'm sitting there thinking it's easy for him to boss people around. And exactly. Tell them to eat but like, I was like, now I respect the hell out of him. <laughs> yeah. <he did> <laughs> so. I rewatched it all with my daughters recently. 
and we were watching all of it. He was like, just do it, man. He's always going, no, just just get it down. Just get it down. And exactly. he's laughing. And my daughter's always like, you know, he don't ever eat it. I said, it's right. He ain't got to eat it. <laughs> he getting paid not to eat it. Yeah. But then when he picked that thing up, he made a bet with one of them or something. He picked it up and just yeah. like a pro, man. Like he never, like he'd, done, he'd been there before. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And they were the hissing ones. They yeah. were the hissing cockroaches. Oh, the hissing too, one. Like Madagascar hissing cockroaches. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> Ew. That's bad. Have you ever been... Th- yeah, What's that disgusting. noise? What's that noise, Ben? Ben, can you stop breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta Y'all breathe so much, me. Ben? What is that? Is, oh, that, is that the air? It might be there. Oh, well, we, I'm, I'm fine with that noise then. <laughs> I, I haven't either. I hadn't heard it the whole time. But anyway, have you ever been thrown out or banned from a public place? No, no, I haven't. I've I've gotten someone thrown out of a public place, but I've never I've never been, which you? is surprising because I've been I've been rowdy before. Yeah, you seem like a person that would have got thrown out of a place at, at once. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. I take that yeah. as a compliment. Yeah. I take that as a compliment, actually. She, she's, <laughs> when you hear music and, you know, you, you she seems like a tough girl, maybe. She's punched a few people. No, I don't know. but I did. I had, I did have a guy, literally like a straight up old Western movie, like through the freaking double doors, get picked up by his pants and his freaking shirt and thrown out of a bar by this huge bodyguard because he actually came up and smacked my butt and I went up to the bodyguard and I told him the guy was just not having it. And he literally picked him up and threw him out and they went. Wow. And it was funny because it was hilarious. Cause I was actually with, um, it was down where I lived in Florida at the time. And, um, it was like a bar in West Palm and people would dance and stuff there. And yeah, he came and did that. The guy had seen it and he was like, I ain't having this. And I was with a group of like 10 girls and, it was hilarious because we were all like, and he got thrown out and all the girls are cheering and they're like, yeah, and everybody's <laughs> just cheering. It was literally like a movie. It was really funny. Nice. How dare him think that he could just come up and smack you on the butt? Yeah. Though? Note That's, to self, Ben. It's just, uh, just you know, I'm, I'm no. <laughs> Note to self, Ben. I'm no feminist by any means. Like, I'm. I'm yeah, but really that's not, still. Like, I'm no fem. Yeah, that's. That's no, but yeah, that's the thing. That's disgusting. That's just like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go up to anybody I, I didn't know personally and know well and do that. You know, I wouldn't mind a, any woman shoving <laughs> me on the butt. <laughs> it ain't the same. <laughs> it ain't really the same. You know, when you think about it in the opposite. But it it would infuriate infuriate me if I saw just some random guy do that to some random yeah, woman. Right. Uh, I would. I would well, you, oh yeah. You'd probably pick him up by his shirt and his pants. <laughs> I pick him up by his neck. Probably, that's right there. Yeah, the neck and propel him out the door just like that, like that Mm -hmm. fella did. Now, have y'all been banned or thrown out of anywhere? Uh, Was it all the walls worse or just the one branch? (laughs) (laughs) It might have been the whole kid and caboodle. Wallsworth. Did you see the movie Old Brother Where Art Thou? Many times. I don't remember that. Yeah, when they got thrown out of the wolves, worse. Oh, uh, he was there to get Dapper Dan. He didn't know if they were thrown out of all of them or if it was just the one <laughs> Oddly enough, quick, quick uh, little fact about me is I got banned from my local Walmart in my town of uh, Blavo, Arkansas. <laughs> Man, oh, hold on. For hold life. on. From you got Walmart. banned out of a Walmart. For life. That's that's just wrong. There is a whole website that's like the people of Walmart with like the weirdest oh, yeah. you can ever think on the planet doing the weirdest 
and you got banned out of Walmart. Marty Ray is still to this day banned. They never lifted this ban. <laughs> I just look. You still no. wanted there. You still wanted. I'm wanted. <laughs> yeah, I'm still wanted at Walmart. Yes. W- wanted. I'll <laughs> number five. I love it. Hey, exactly. don't leave me hanging. <laughs> Somebody offers you a five. You, you hit that five. <laughs> Do you understand me, Chris? Right now, here's a high five. <laughs> no, seriously. We used to go in Walmart, and, and I would get on the intercom because my buddy worked there at night. So we would get. I would get on the intercom. He knew the code to allow. You know, they used to have phones in, in random aisles at Walmart, mm-hmm. and I would yeah. get on the phone, and I would, it would go boop. Attention all Walmart shoppers. Walmart will be closing in the next five minutes. Please get all your purchases to the front. Thank you. And people would do it. Like there would be pandemonium at the front. And then uh, one time I had everybody in the store say, Merry Christmas all together. And eventually they removed those phones, but they looked at the cameras and seen it was me. And they were like, you're no longer welcome here. And I was like, you can't ban me from Walmart. And they did it. They banned me from that Walmart. Wow. Isn't that something? A that's lot an of accomplishment. Them, I, I, I can't. A lot of them still have the phones, and they're, they're, I think that is so freaking funny, and it relates because I'm surprised I've not been banned by, like, guilty of association because my boyfriend is guilty of doing the same thing. We'll be, he is so immature. We'll, we'll be walking down, and he'll grab it, and he'll literally burp into it, or he'll, mm. he'll say something like that, and he'll do something just crazy and then get everybody riled up. And I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. And I'm, he, I'm thinking, we're going we're gonna to be kicked out. We're going to be kicked out. We never have. I don't know how. Is he from <laughs> Blava, Arkansas? Your boyfriend? No. He's from, he's from Boone, Carolina. Boone. Oh, Boone. Boone. I, got, I about yep. got banned. Uh, I almost got banned from a place I was playing a gig at. I was, uh, it was actually a country club, uh, a golf course country club. And, and I was supposed to play there that night. And, uh, I never at the time, I love it now, but I never played golf. And they said, yeah, well, you can go out and, you know, get a cart. And I said, oh, cool. cool. So I got a cart and I had no idea that you couldn't go like four wheeling on a golf cart on the golf course. Yeah, you know, that. I was. They yeah, frowned on that. On I didn't green. know. I would go up on the green. No, you know, I found out. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, yeah, and uh, they had this guy with a little yellow light that had this uh, other color cart come out, and he's like, "You can't do that. We'll, if you do that again, we'll have to throw you out." And I'm like, "But I'm the entertainment." Yeah, and did you know you cannot shoot the squirrels on a golf course? Had no idea. Is that, that, now that's just wrong. Yeah, that is that's wrong. just un-American. Can't do that. Can't fish. In, in those ponds Golly, Chris yeah. is over here in the sand pit with a rifle yeah. <laughs> with the golf cart yeah <laughs> learn something new every day that's something else but I tell you what setting a duck blind up on the golf course uh, question five this is this will determine if we continue this interview or not uh, pineapple on pizza or not okay. no so, you can okay, stay ben, no. end it End, End it. it, Ben. No. No. You cut it. Stay. Ben, cut her off. <laughs> Marty is gone. We're keeping no. Jess. Marty no. is gone. You don't like pizza. pineapple on pizza. Pineapple on pizza is just wrong. It's the greatest wrong. thing there's ever been. It's pineapple and ham pizza. Jess has got my back on this one. The greatest. Hawaiian. The greatest thing Chris, that's you ever like been it. is Actually, I do like it. I, I, all of the meat. I can go either way. Chris, no, again. I, I'm hanging. Chris. I'm leaving you hanging. Here I am. <laughs> Je- Jess and I are full-on meat lovers. <laughs> With black olives. Yeah. 
yes, meat. No, I don't know about the black olives for me on the pizza. I do like black olives, though. I love pineapple, just not on pizza. But like, if I'm getting pizza, it is a meat lover's pizza. Yep. I want the meatball. I want the I want the three different cheeses: the ricotta, the parmesan, the mozzarella. That's the Italian. <laughs> I want the pepperoni. I want the prosciutto. I want it all. Give me all the meat and give me all the cheese. <laughs> Where are you eating pizza from that you can get prosciutto Ooh, on your pizza? Calabria. Oh, I've seen it. From a it's street legit. in Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> so I, no, but I'm saying like you order pizza in from a regular place. You're not getting it from, you're not getting prosciutto on it, right? She's getting it from oh, her cousins no, I get, in I New go, York. So I go... I go to, right? No, I, I, although they do make it like that. So I go to a little place. I live here in Mount Juliet. Um, and I go to a little place called Calabria. And it was funny because we go and my boyfriend sits, my boyfriend and I sit down. And they serve me this pizza. And I see that they had prosciutto, prosciutto on the menu. And I'm like, oh, this place is legit. Like they have, they offer prosciutto on pizza. So they put it down and I'm like, dang. I'm like, this looks like when I was in Naples, Italy. I'm like, this is legit. I'm like, do not be surprised if the cooks back there are from Italy and it was so funny because it was like five minutes later they're walking out of the kitchen and they're arguing to each other like hands up in the air in Italian and I'm like oh they're legit (laughs) so it's 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 a gem it's a gem unfortunately it literally just got flooded out the whole plaza that it's in ended up the whole plaza ended up getting flooded out the like the planet fitness the gym that was in there everything had to shut down there was like a smoothie king and some other things in there wow. all of it got flooded but they're supposed to open back up here within the next couple of months so do you order pizza yeah. but it's ever? legit go try it do you order pizza do like order have it? it delivered they deliver it to me yeah that's the only one that you've ever had delivered to your house is that that pizza company no no are you kidding me i love pizza hut stuff crust pizza Pizza. And I put ranch on it. Pizza. <laughs> of course you do. Domino's. Yes. No? I like Domino's. Papa I like John's. Domino's. I don't like Papa John's that much. I don't know why. I don't know why. I do like their garlic dip, though, but I don't like their pizza. So if I could have, like, the garlic dip with the Pizza Hut pizza, then it'd be, like, the perfect combo. Yeah. I like uh, the, my favorite uh, <laughs> my favorite fast food, whatever pizza delivery is, probably dominoes but second would be papa john's because papa john's i'll tell you what i like you get to taste the bread they don't load the bread up with butter i don't really like it just yeah. so super greasy and then mm. pizza hut is the greasiest so to me like it's the greasiest it's ball. pretty greasy i've been wanting to try like if you want like that i was gonna say if you want that like fatty greasy like fast food pizza i love pizza hut but like I'm also one, you know, like one of the things that I do on my show is I'm a foodie. So like when I travel and I tour, part of the things that I do, which is going to transition into my television show is very much of like a Guy Fieri thing because I, I'm like super known for going in and like trying little holes in the walls and places that people wouldn't want to try and talking about all the taste profiles. Like I'm a mega foodie. So like if I can get like a well done brick oven pizza, I'm going to do that over Pizza Hut or Papa John's or whatever. <laughs> yes, right. ma'am. Yeah, we do. I do the same thing. We're always going oh, to yeah. hole in the walls. Wherever we go, we, yeah. we try to figure out where the locals eat, you know, that type of thing. Exactly. But I'm not against going to where the tourists eat either because those places got famous for a reason. A buddy but, of mine had a great idea. He, he went on vacation uh, and uh, him and his wife made a pack. Like they went on like a two-week vacation. And, and he, he, he said... The whole time we're gone, he's they didn't even know where they were going to go. They're just packed up and left. And he goes, no um, chains. He goes, so they had to map out. He said, everywhere we eat has to be 
like a mom and pop place <laughs> and they had they my mapped kind of it out that's my kind of trip for like two weeks and and went to all these places uh, that they wanted to go that was just mom and pop places but they they uh it was a rule that they wouldn't eat anywhere that was a chain i thought that was a really cool that's idea. a great idea yeah phenomenal idea i, I love, love, I love that, that. Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's funny we brought this up because i literally was just having this conversation on my show that like why if you're gonna go somewhere and travel somewhere you have an outback in your backyard. Why would you go to outback again when you can literally just go there when you're home? You know, that's true. Like go some, try some, try something different. Be, you know, oh, explore. Man. <laughs> what's the coolest thing? Like trying new stuff. Like what's one of the best things that you've ever had trying mom and pop places? Oh, so I love that question. My, my favorite foodie experience. And I've been really, really blessed to do a lot of traveling. I've been to um, almost 20 countries now and, um, I, I, I love food outside of America, although there's mm-hmm. some incredible cuisine here. But still to this day, my favorite foodie experience was Italy. It was just insane. Um, there was a place that I went to called the Culinario, and it was we <laughs> we just went tapas style. We we ordered pretty much everything off right, the menu, right. and <clears throat> yeah, and we did. Um, there was this an amazing grilled octopus that came out. It's a full on leg that's just wow. grilled. You got the suction cups there and everything. Man. It was amazing. And then, and then the rustic side of me. One of my favorite things was literally just going out hunting moose with a friend. We hunted a moose. We literally freaking uh, cut it up, got it cooked, and it was uh, actually one of my favorite like gamey meats like to have. It was it was amazing. Heck I loved yeah. it. It was literally just cooked right there on a fire that we had made camping that night. So I'm kind of like versatile. I'm one of those people that as long as it's like good quality food and it's cooked well, I'm down for anything. My (laughs) version of that is I I was in Florida one time and it was just a random thing that, um, you know, I just kind of saw this restaurant and stopped there. And I looked in the menu and I was, I remember because I was on a, a low carb diet. I was like, okay, no carbs, and I opened this this menu, and I saw that they had a uh, bread pudding made out of Krispy Kreme donuts. That sounds great. Ooh. And I was like, "That sounds really good." Uh, my car. I'm about to get my car bone right now. My my low carb just went high, and it was really good. Anything that says Krispy Kreme really in front good. of it. I'm four. Now, except for an octopus leg. That's you, a no for me. Are you for a Krispy Kreme uh, uh, sandwich, like burgers? You know, some places have like the chicken sandwich. That, that's have, actually listed as one of the best burgers. It's at, a, it's, at a, it's at a ballpark. There's a ballpark that has the Krispy Kreme bun with the burger in uh-huh. the middle. I forget which ballpark it is. But, yeah, that's one of, listed as one of the best burgers in America. Yeah, there's a few of them. That, there's that a couple that. like restaurants no, that are featured with that. <laughs> I was going to say there's a couple of restaurants that are featured with that as like their best, like they're highlighted. They're famous for that type of burger. And I tried one and one in Orlando and oh, my God, it's really good. Yeah. It's on really my cheat good. day, I'm going to have to seek out one of those. On my on my regular day, I'm gonna try one. Yeah, today. I, I just today like to, is my cheat day. Oh, I just, nice! Y'all got y'all got me wanting to close this thing up early and go get some food. <laughs> well, no, we'll have you off right at seven, like we promised. It's um, seven o'clock. <laughs> I know you can't tell it, 
But I'm actually in impeccable shape, and I just no matter what I eat, I just stay this sexy at all times. So it's tough. It's tough. It's, living it, this. It's, I bet. Yeah. It's a blessing I'm and a jealous. curse. It is. It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> and he makes it look so effortless. Don't I? <laughs> yeah. I just eat whatever I want. Yeah. It's so crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing me with a body that could just eat whatever I want and never get fat. Yeah. Man. You know what I mean? It's so Teach good. Teach so me your ways. I identify as a skinny Frustration. man. Frustration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, we were talking about your wardrobe. I said you dress like a rock and roll angel. Uh, looking at some of your wardrobe, you got some crazy outfits that you wear. Uh, not crazy in a yes. bad way. I, that's, that's, that's kind of offensive to, that I said crazy. You got, almost like I said, you got ugly outfits you wear. You got some really ugly outfits. No, they're, they're, they're wild. Like one of them had pearls all over it. Right? Were those yeah. real pearls yeah. on that outfit? Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. And, How much that and, cost? And no joke. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so much money. Thank God. Like a lot of my stuff, I rent it. Like some of my stuff, like if it's really crazy expensive, I rent it. A lot of my wardrobe I actually own because like if it's a really, really special show, like for the things that are photo shoots, I don't really care that much to necessarily keep it just because it's not like really a memory to me, if that makes sense. But there's, um, there's one outfit that was completely designed for me from like head to toe. It's a bodysuit. The whole thing is covered in sparkles and then it's got fringe from like the arms and then on like the chest area. And it's just stunning. And that's one that I own because it's going to be on a very special tour that I'll be announcing. So awesome. um, it's it's one of those things that like I kind of have a reason if I buy something. <laughs> but um, that one was rented and that that pearl top literally added an extra like 70 pounds to oh, like wow, it yeah. is so heavy. it was so heavy how much did that so, cost yeah, it's funny rent? when you're i can't remember my wardrobe set me up with that one i honestly that was that photo shoot was i've gone through so many outfits too that photo shoot was actually almost like two years ago so and i've been through so many different wardrobes since then but a lot of them are very expensive even renting it usually on average renting something like that is anywhere from like depending on like how authentic it is or like what's on it that could be expensive um anywhere from like 50 bucks for the day to like 300 for the day so where do you go and just find like if i wanted to get me a pearl blouse right now <laughs> yes where do as i go if, and rent this as if he don't have one as, as if i don't already know i know right where, where to get yeah this. i don't know where <laughs> let's just say we don't know right. where to let's yeah ask what for raul marty i will hook you up i'll get you with my manager uh, he can give you all of my secrets yes, my manager is the guy he's the one that <laughs> gets me dressed thank you ma'am i need thank somebody to dress me <laughs> <laughs> and and Jess, we're going to hook you up with outfit. a place. And you just yes. mentioned Marty's name and you'll get a good deal. Yes. Yeah, what's yeah. the place? Oh, okay. It's, they they have pearl blouses. Let's just say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say they have pearl blouses but the pearls aren't real. And they're not used for the blouse. Right. Uh Anyway, moving on. Uh, your outfits are amazing and they they look incredible. Thank you. I was wondering if you made them or something but now i know that you didn't make them oh so i wish it's not a, not as impressed <laughs> I as i, I was, was. That talented. <laughs> yeah i was thoroughly yeah, that impressed down, but now that, down, that downgrade 
reminds me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she rents them. Yeah, she rented it. Yeah. <laughs> While John Rich's grandmother has got her bloody little, little fingers working on a new pair of pants for him. No way. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Yeah, John Rich's grandmother makes all of his pants and sews all that stuff on them, you know. Really? And then Jess goes that and rents really cool. something. Well, she should contact <laughs> John Rich's grandmother. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to connect you with John Rich's grandmother. She's going to make your next pair of pants. So my, I would love that. My wife's family, they're all, um, they're, they're all seamstresses. Like my wife and her mother, they're all, you know, do the seamstress thing. And they were talking about one time about opening up a, uh, this is when we first got married. And they said, uh, why don't you guys do this like altercation thing? And their last name is Schmidt. And so yeah. uh, this altercation thing, and they were like, yeah, maybe we could do it, you know, where people send stuff in and we could, uh, you know, altercate and then send it back to them. And I was walking through and I said, you could call it Schmidt your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I and love that. Yes. Did, <laughs> yes, they <queen>. did. <laughs> I'm like, Schmidt your pants. I love that. We will I Schmidt your amazing. pants for you. Golly. Schmidt it up. They, they didn't go for it. Schmidt it up. No, yeah. They would have been so legends. Like, oh, I'm just saying. Yeah. I would have went there. I would have shopped there. I would have got I would have gotten my <laughs> custom made merch. So some of it is custom made. Like the one the one that um I'm wearing for Country Fest. So I'm doing a big show for Country Fest and I'll be opening for Thomas Rhett. And that is a completely custom made outfit. No one will ever be able to have that. It's or rent it and it will be mine. And um and it's cool because it's got like literally the the top sleeves are completely done out. They're decked out in feathers. And oh, then wow. it's got this, yeah. And, and then it's got this, um, a hundred percent like bejeweled, like, like all around the, the bits <laughs> and the that's bits. Like covering everything. She the said bits, the you know? bits, <laughs> the uh, bits, you know, <laughs> what is it? What would it take for me to get bejeweled around my bits? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What are we looking at? On a scale, from, on a scale from fifty dollars to three hundred, what is the price to get my bits bejeweled? It's gonna definitely be more than three hundred. It was Man, more than three hundred. That's mine. another business well, name. Family bejeweled. Come the family. The family bejeweled. Be, be, put your bejeweled, bejeweled your, bits in the Schmidt's pants. In Schmidt's pants. I just pants. think it should be bejeweled your bits. Bejewel your bits. Connect me with them too. I want a pearl shirt. And a bejeweled bits before my next show. Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Bejewel your bits. <laughs> it's not bits. even your. It's your bits. Schmidt, bits. I'm sorry, I smit my pants here. <laughs> and uh, it's be, it's be, my bits are bejeweled, so they're a little heavy. It's <laughs> a lot. Wow. It's a lot uh, to be a rock star. I'll tell you. It's what, tough out there, oh, man. Rock star. Yeah, Golly. Yeah, it's a lot especially oh. for uh, ladies that are rock stars it's a lot tougher because uh if you're a man rock star nowadays eh, t-shirt <laughs> yeah little just get ripped it a little bit maybe yeah. a, maybe a wife beater can you say can you call it a wife beater now uh, no, no you're canceled you're canceled. Uh -oh. you just got canceled it's been a good run yep hey let me yeah. tell you something i don't give a shit i still call it a wife beater let me tell you something I'm, I've been trying to get canceled for a long time because I've been trying to sell these albums. You know what I'm saying? So please, somebody cancel me for the wife beater. Yeah, because you, you sell more albums when you get canceled. Yeah, you go to number That's one true. when you get canceled. Yep.
Man. Apparently. You can, oh, yeah. that's an insider tip for you, Dave. That's right. <laughs> and I want you to pay attention to take notes. <laughs> Where is my rocket? Did, you, <laughs> did your parents uh, encourage you in music, or has this always been a dream of yours? Or did you? That's a really, really good question because it's, it's kind of weird. My path, um, as much as like I was surrounded in music all of my life, I for the longest time did not take it. I was resisting it so hard. So, um, both of my grandparents actually met, um, they're not from America. One's Italy and one is England. And they ended up coming to Canada to start their music career, um, like later on in their early twenties. And somehow they ended up meeting on the road to where her sister act was doing something opening for his, uh, person he was accompanying. He's like one of the most incredible pianists in the world. He's got one of the five major Ave Marias in the world. He's just insane. He's played on leader of the pack, Shangri-Las, and he does a bunch of recording studio stuff. So very, very deep in music. It's literally been in my blood forever. Um, and so many more people in my family throughout the line that have done amazing things in music. And, um, I just always put it off. I always kind of just did it for fun. And it was one of those things that I was like, Oh, I love it. But it's just an industry that I don't know if I want to get involved in. It's all puppets on strings and, and I'm such an anarchist and, uh, and then podcasting comes out and then social media comes out and then all these things come out that give you this freedom. And it's been so cool because as soon as that availability happened, I really started seeing where I could start placing myself in the music scene. Um, and the best thing that ever happened to me was being able to get off the voice where I did and then kind of jump off of that and take that momentum and do my own thing with it. And the way that the world is today, um, you don't need a record label to be successful anymore. And that's how I've always wanted it to be. I've never wanted to um, tie myself up to where I was owned by anybody. So that's kind of been the thing is it's been a late a late transition for me, but the time is now, you know, to do that. I always say that the <clears throat> on those shows, it really is better. It, like if you win some of those shows, the record deal is terrible. Like, Absolutely. That, I mean, it is, it is worse than any thing that you can get. And it, it's actually, I, th- I think, you know, it's way better to, to not win it and still get, all those eyes on you and those ears on you that you get a hundred percent. So even my friends that were on the season that I was and knowing the position that they're in, because we were involved in the same filming, um, the, the top four, you know, they currently to this day, and it's been, it's coming up on three years now since I've been on the show. Um, they, to this day, have not been able to release any of their own original music because of the contracts that they were in. Oh yeah. You know, those shows, Those shows, they're designed to um, create good TV. And as much as like you think the way that the voice is, because there's not a lot of like offset drama and things that they film of people fighting like you see on your average reality show. Right. But they do create a narrative and they do worry about, you know, what's happening, making sure that they're catering to certain demographics and Mm -hmm. things like that. You know, everything's casted, everything is planned. And it's one of those things that, you know, um, it's it's good for me the way that it happened because the further along you do get locked up in more contractual things, and exactly, you kind of yeah. have to be careful of that because if you want to capitalize on that on that momentum, if you get too far, it's really really hard to because they do lock you up, and 
They want people to get off the show and be forgotten about because they want them to tune back into what's new on the show. And that's one of the reasons they do two different seasons in a year. Unlike, you know, really any other, you know, reality television show, they do it because they want these people to get off the show and be interested in what's next immediately. Yeah. So being completely transparent here. I have always said I hate all those shows. And the reason is because when I started rising, getting a little train going uh, on social media, The Voice, X Factor at the time, and American Idol started reaching out to me. I didn't reach out to them. They reached out to me, and they said, come in for a private audition. And I said, what about all those people that you got sitting at a cattle call that's marketing your product for you? They don't have a chance. And it kind of they, the people was like, well, this is the contract. It was like at the time it was a seven year slave contract, and I was oh, yeah. like, no, Jesus, I'm not signing no, I'm not signing no contract, right? For you, I said, I'll go on TV, I'll go on TV. I was telling the the, the producer, you know, when they say producer, they don't really mean one of the higher up producers. They they're all called producers, right? The people that reach out or whatever. But yeah, I told them uh, several times on the phone. I would say I will more than happy. I'll be more than happy to go on TV and sing, of course. But I'll sign a I'll sign a, a piece of paper that says you own whatever you film. You fit you yeah. get what you film, but you don't own me or you don't own any of my music, and you don't. I'm not. I don't want to sign a record deal. And they were like, "Well, that's not going to happen." And I was like, "All right, well then, there's no deal then. Quit calling me. Quit quit emailing me. Put me on a no email list." And they they still. Uh, emailed me for a long time and eventually they stopped. I guess they got the point, but nonetheless, the seven I'll- year thing. That's crazy. I've never seen that before. So that's absurd. Um, the, the reason I even did it. So it's funny you, you had the, that happen because that's exactly what happened to me. So I, how they found me was I was just having fun with music. I was getting into it. Social media was starting to become popular. I was seeing people make brands literally off of social media. And I'm like, you know what, if there's going to be a time, let's just start it. So just for fun, I did a crowd funder and it was the only one I've ever done a crowd funder project where I just wanted to um, make a music video for my first single and my whole town funded it. I think it was like 10 grand that I needed and they funded it in like a month. And Um, and they were like, let's do it. Let's have fun. We got, we filmed it. It was like a huge group of people that came out to this bonfire. So everybody was so freaking excited to see themselves in this video. It was kind of the plan to, to get everybody involved to where they were super amped about the release as well. And they had put money into it, you know? So it kind of worked out to where it was like, let's just make this big and fun. So we released it. It ended up going crazy viral. And after that, the show had found me. They actually ended up getting a call from California and I answered. And the reason they had my number was because they put it together that it was me. And when I was, I think like, it was like four years prior or something. And I was like a young teen, I was like 16 or something at the time. And I had just tried out and I was with my mom as a minor and they had kicked me out and told me that and I did the whole catacol. They had told me that I made it to a certain point and they were like, your vocals too premature. We don't want you. So I, I turned to my mom and I was like, Ugh, screw them. If I ever do music um, and I decide to start back up again and do music, I'm doing it on my own terms. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be spending. We spent like two grand, no joke, two grand on like coming out, doing the cattle call, flying out to where we were and getting hotels to try to make it happen. My mom was just really wanting me to do it. And I was excited about it. So we, you know, we did it. And 
when that whole thing happened, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm not interested anymore. So put out this video for fun. They found it. They called me up. They had my number on file and they were like, hey, we want to just bring you. Like, we want to fly you out now to California. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, and I, I, I can't remember. I, I like had just gotten into my, my young 20s at the time. And I was like, you know what? Free trip. Kind of fun. I'm wild and free. I don't have a boyfriend. Let's just go. So I ended up just doing it for fun. I ended up making it through where I did. But the funny thing was, was I literally responded to them that I had zero interest if they weren't going to pay for everything. I had zero interest if the contracts were a certain way. Um, I had, I was very lucky to have a music lawyer who represented me at the time. That was my uncle. So he took all of my stuff and he was like reading over it meticulously with a fine tooth, you know, comb Mm -hmm. and going over things. And he's like, Hey, here's what you need to do. If you get this far, if you get this far, I suggest you throw in the towel and do something to screw it up. And quite honestly, that's kind of one of the things that I've been known for in my interviews is one of the things that I openly was honest about was that I wasn't going to drink their Kool-Aid. I was in an interview room with them and they were very gung-ho to keep pushing me on the show. Um, and they had actually asked me a question. Um, how has the voice changed my life? And am I going to be able to continue doing music without them? And my response was, y'all called me. Y'all didn't change my life. Y'all called me. I just came out for free trip and food. <laughs> right. And they yeah. didn't. They did not like that. They did not like that. And the whole dichotomy, the whole chemistry changed at that point. Um, And it was the best thing I ever did was kind of just not, you know, play their reindeer games and drink their Kool-Aid. And that's not really how I am anyway. So um, that was that was my experience on there. And again, you know, I I, I mean this. I'm, I'm very happy I did it because I think it was a really good experience. I actually learned so much like and I mean this it was very positive in the way that I was with some of the best vocal coaches in the world every day and they tuned and tweaked and helped me with a ton of things that I wanted to do to fix my vocal to make it just that much more pristine and have more control over it Um, and I am super thankful for that process because I've never been able to work with such amazing coaches Um, but other, you know, other than that, really, honestly, I'm glad that I got off where I did because it's been able to give me that freedom that I wanted to be able to do something that I love so much, but not feel like I was owned or giving myself up or relinquishing who I am, because that's one of the biggest things about me is that I'm going to always remain who I am in this industry. Now, when you, when you sang your song for the live audition, you, yeah. they, Kelly Clarkson and Blake turned their chair around at the last minute, right? Yeah. And you said, yeah. what took y'all so long to turn your chair around? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. So what, I, I go, I said, what took y'all so long? And they're like, uh, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. We were sitting there talking about your vocal and we were talking about how we knew, cause we, they were like, we knew what this song was, but they couldn't really understand because it, my arrangement was a, a country version of the original so we actually, when I went in there, I, I arranged that song with them and told them exactly how I wanted certain things to be. I wanted there to be slide guitar in there and, and certain things to make it a little more folky sounding because it's a pop punk song. Um, and yeah, I just always had envisioned flipping that song upside down that way. And, what was and the song? My own. It was uh, Avril Lavigne, I'm With You. Okay. So yeah, so and I do, I have this very like rocky angsty side, um, 
I actually am transitioning out of country music here soon. I actually made that announcement on my podcast recently that um, I'm actually really excited to transition out of country music and, re- and start releasing alternative music because um, I just, I'm, you can't put me in a box and everybody's on my, everybody on my team is starting to realize that, that I'm just so versatile with not only my vocal, but my writing. I've been writing with a lot of uh, hit writers and um, out in pop music. And I've been loving that transition of like, not only writing like storytelling songs like I do, but writing pop pop ditties, you know, and just, it's been so fun to explore so many different parts of music um, that I've, I've truly realized that um, I, I, I love it all. And I'm going to try to integrate it all in a way that makes sense to me. And it's been really cool. This next project that we have coming up is so unique <laughs> and so cool. And um, I think that's what music is. You know, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's, a, it's ultimately, I think the best music is a self-expression and an art of who you are in a way that you can package it in a commercial pretty package, you know? And uh, I, we've really been focusing on that type of branding, which is cool. So who is uh, who, who you've been riding with? Um, so Sam James, who does a lot of the cuts for BB Rexa, Rob Grimaldi, who um, just had the number one hit butter with um, I forgot that band. What's it called? BTS. Yeah. Um, yeah. He that's him. He produced it, wrote it, everything. Um, he's a badass. Love writing with him. Um Clay Mills, love writing with Clay. He's a boss. He's one of my favorite writers to this day. And I know um, Clay in a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, he's a great, great guy. Weston Davis. I haven't written with him in like a while, a little while, but um, we, every time we've ever written, we have such a great time. We just haven't been able to really get together recently. But um, Blue Foley, Trick Savvy, and J.D. Rollins. So yeah, like really, I've got a good group of cats around me. And the funny thing is, is, um, and I'm not saying this in, an, in any sort of offensive way, but I've gotten the best songs that I've ever gotten in my life too, with just people who are unpublished, not hit writers. Like it's, it's all about that chemistry. You know, when you think about the, di- the dichotomy between Luke Combs and Ray Fulcher, um, Ray was though for the longest time, a, a not a published artist, all of those songs that they wrote were five, six years before they were anybody, the two of them. A yeah, lot they of did that on Vine. They were yeah, a lot of that. those are retreads that he wrote before they were ever hits, you mm-hmm. know? And it's so funny when you're in this town, just like how being published or being with a record label, it it really doesn't mean anything anymore. It really doesn't. There's so much amazing talent out here. Um, one of my favorite writers is an unpublished writer. His name is Alex Pennington Smith, and he's written some freaking bangers he recently is is starting to get um some good notoriety like literally right now he wrote the androgenic Howis number one um he wrote there was another one that i can't literally i literally can't think off the top of my head right now but he's got a good list of them that he's starting to get a lot of representation and a lot of recognition for um and he's been a friend of mine for a while and he and i he's not represented by anybody and we have the most we have that like Ray Vulture, Luke Combs chemistry. When we get together, we freaking write songs. And like, that's a special thing. Like I've written some amazing songs with some great writers out here, but like chemistry, ooh, like you can't, you can't create that. That's just a thing. Like when you get chemistry in the room with someone and I get excited about it because it's so special, you know? Yeah. Um, you play guitar too, right? I do. I play guitar and I play um, ukulele. Um, and you have a ukulele song (laughs) and a little bit of piano, but like, so barely like just to write things, but you have a ukulele song that's on coming on the album. 
I don't, but actually I do. So we wrote one the other day. It's not going to be on the upcoming project, but, but we wrote one and it will be coming up on, um, a punk, a punk project I'll be releasing. Actually, I'm going to completely drop. Yes. I'm dropping in 2022, a alter ego punk project. That's going to be called mosh pit love. And it's literally like, it's so cool. The outfits so for that are going to be something else, huh? Yeah, that's a completely. That's going to be. That's going to be crazy, edgy. And that's a completely different rental house. Yes, than the one you've been going exactly. to. And will you? You don't use... go for. I won't be going to bedazzle your bits for that one. Mm, yeah, you can't. And will will that will the punk project have your name on it, or will you use a different name like Garth did with Chris Gaines, kind of thing? Right. So that's a really good question. No, I'm serious. Chris that's actually Gaines. a really good question. Which, oh, by man. the way, the Chris Gaines al- album is freaking awesome. It like, is. It really is so not, good. Yeah, but you know that they did that for like, a movie. Everybody laughs. Mm-hmm. I know. The movie's a little crazy. Like, it was supposed to be a movie, right? The but movie never even came laughs. out. I've been asked that. I know. It never came out. And yeah. it's funny that I've been asked I've been asked that before, and everybody kind of giggles. And I'm like, you can't giggle, though. That shit was good. Like, that's a good-ass project. So, right. Um, the people but, that laugh but, at it never heard it. Right. Exactly. It's poor. <laughs> I actually own a clothing company and I you know me so well. <laughs> I really haven't ever heard it. I've never heard He's it at all. Heard it. I don't seriously you never have? He no, never has. Martin, it's fantastic. You never should seriously, it. like if you're ever going on a drive one day, pull it up. It's dope. Like it's really freaking. You can't cool. how do you pull it up? That. You can't pull it up. You can't pull up Garth Brooks music. You gotta no, buy it. No. Chris Gaines, I think you I think they have it. I think you can stream it. You can stream Chris Gaines, boy, but not Garth Brooks. You can't stream Garth Brooks. My boyfriend has the album, so but I, I'm almost certain. Like, if you were to look it up, you could find it because he released that as as Chris Gaines. But it's funny because we've we've had that question before, and um, that's something that we've been kind of thinking about. Like, am I just gonna go ahead and embrace the fact that you can't keep me in a box as as who I am and who my artistry is, or am I gonna go ahead and do like an alter ego thing? But I've I loved it. I was so inspired by that the first time I was asked that. I actually have a clothing company called boots and hose and and like like a like a boot and a farmer hoe and um thank one you for of clearing that up best, <laughs> yeah you're welcome because <laughs> i was really i was like was now we're getting to the I bedazzled said, bitch yeah. part exactly. yeah. it was inspired of on a drunken night of watching stepbrothers one day when they had the boats and hose song come up <laughs> yeah. and i literally turned to my boyfriend and i'm like screw this i'm starting a clothing company it's a country clothing line called boots and hose and it's a farmer's hoe with an e at the end and it's it's been killing and one of our best-selling shirts is a shirt that says um uh garth in the streets gains in the sheets <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> nice wow i so love it how do how do i go buy some boots and hose for my blouses for, for my body thank you for asking yeah. it's just um it's boots and hose.com it's either, i think it's and, and then the handle is the boots and hose, but I'm pretty sure it's just boots and hose.com. Do you have, so, but you'll, you'll find for, it. It's the, for big yeah. men like me. When I'm say big, <laughs> I mean, muscular. Men. You should say beautiful, big, beautiful men like you, Marty. Yes, yes exactly. Like that. What you said, do you have boots and hose clothing for that? You. Yeah, we got you. I'll, I'll get you one. I'll get you. one. I want some boots and hose bed sheets. <laughs> we don't have bed sheets. No. Not yet, well, but you know what? It, it, we'll look into it. Forget the whole deal then. Maybe, maybe we need to bring in Boots and Hose. Like, it's like a second edition. It's Boots and Hose and then like a branch Boots and Hose bedazzled. Speaking of yeah. bed sheets and clothing, <laughs> uh, we do a segment, Jess Lee, in our show called yes. Why Would They Do That? 
And I on this that. one, and we always get the uh, the guest opinion on it. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we don't really care what the guest thinks about anything. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> Today we that's do. Okay. Today we just feel generous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so here I it love is. Okay. And this is to you, Chris. Okay. I'm and with- Dave. All right. You ever find yourself in a romantic, passionate situation and just can't seem to get the bra off fast enough? Well, <laughs> you're in luck. Now all you got to do is, on those hot, passionate situations, is clap your little heart out. You clap, off comes the strap. The clap bra. Ben, clap bra. I just want to know. Ben, oh my pull God. that up. Let's have it. Let's, Shut up. That's real. Oh, Shut man. Up. Real life. That's a real product? That's a real product. Can, can you see it? Don't wear that at no your shows. I was just gonna say the applause I could is never gonna be stage. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem, man. That takes like a whole new level of like fans loving your stuff and throwing their bras on stage. You know? Yeah. Wow. I know. I struggle getting my bra off, so that would come in handy yeah. for me. Yeah. Clap on. Exactly. Clap watch out. off. Boom. Watch out, Kurday. <laughs> watch. Don't. No, don't know, do I don't like. I don't like that it only claps to come off. Like, what about to get it back on? That's not cool. Know, yeah, they're really. working on that. That's uh, that's clap. That's, that's like, clap brawl. Two point Yeah, <laughs> it's the best yeah. name I could think of. Why would they do that? Why would they do <laughs> that? I'm intrigued. I honestly don't be surprised if I order one just to see how it works. <laughs> All right. Please order one and send me a picture. And then write um, a, we want you to write a review for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will. What I'd I like to see, will. and I'm not, this is not I, a, this, I, with you having a shirt on, but if you do order the bra, put the bra on, have your boyfriend <laughs> to test it and let us see if it actually works. I yeah. want to like watch it through. You like watch it just pop open through the shirt. It's like boing. that would probably be a very viral video for you. But I just really want to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. put it on yeah. over your shirt. Over, that's put good. It on, put it on. Over. I'm not another. even gonna lie. That would be amazing promo for this. I order it, and then I'm like, hey, we we talked about this on the Marty Ray show. Like, let's see if it works. You know, that'd be great. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would love. That'd yeah, please great. tag the Marty Ray Project chats in that. <laughs> Post uh, when you do that. That's the Marty Ray Project chats uh, when you do that. Marty Ray Project chats. <laughs> Marty Ray Project chats. Oh, it's anyway. Gorgeous. And pod plays. And pod plays. <laughs> yeah. Dave just comes in at the end. And pod plays. <laughs> um, do you think that, or maybe you weren't trying, judging by that other story, do you think that you would have went further if you would have chose Kelly instead of Blake? And do you regret choosing Blake over Kelly? Oh, my God. That's really funny that you say that. So because my next project is going to be released, not country, um, my my PR team is actually kind of playing on that, saying that um, sayonara, Blake, I'm choosing Kelly right now. And for some things that are happening, that the fact that I'm moving a little bit more towards the pop side. Um, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's funny. That's a weird question because I, I don't really, I didn't really want to go further because of what we talked about, like contractually. Um, How far did you I, go? I ended up getting to the battle rounds. And if I would have made it like even one more round, I would have been locked into a whole nother. That's how that works is yeah. the further you get, you you basically, they have it to where um, sunset clause isn't the right term for this. It's like a an automatic adjustment clause to where like 
you sign your record deal. Like technically I was signed to Republic records at the mm-hmm. time. And now you sign it just to go happened, on the show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You sign, you sign to be and have a record deal to be on the show. But then what happens is, is you have, it is basically like a sunset clause. Like you have a, a trigger. Sunset it's clause. a contract trigger. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what happens is, is like everything is set to a case by case scenario. So if I would have made it to even a further level, the contract would have adjusted to that automatically. And these things are extensive. They're crazy. Oh, yeah. um, for me, where I was, we actually ended up finding a loophole. I was able to go from releasing music from, I think, what was like supposed to be four months of not releasing music after the show. And my uncle was like, nah. And he fixed it. And I think it was like a month after, which was great because he was so funny. He was like, well, they told us, you know, they never said that you couldn't promote for a month. You just can't drop music. So how about we just do a month long promotion and then we release it the day you're released from your contract. And we just, we're anarchists. So we mm. loved it. So that's how we did that. But, you know, it's funny because I think that I truthfully do think if I would have chosen Kelly, um, I think in some ways it would have shuffled the cards around and, and, and made it to where I think I would have extended my stay a little longer, but I really didn't want to. So, you know, I'm kind of glad it worked out the way that it did, because, again, you know, I was getting to a point on the show where they were really trying to have me drink that juice and and. It, push me to act like I needed the show to continue my career. And, um, I don't, I don't let anybody think I need them. So, (laughs) so yeah, so I'm, I'm glad, I'm really glad the way that it panned out, but I think Kelly would have understood me. Like if, if we were on a personal basis outside of the show, I think Kelly Clarkson would have understood me better as a coach and my vocal and what I could do with it because, um, you know, Blake's a a great vocalist and all, but Kelly's, Kelly's a, a, a really, really like, well-rounded singer she's 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 done a little bit more of what i want to do which is dabble in a bunch of different genres she's killed it in country music she's killed it in rock in in some ways alternative pop so and even with that you know love so soft thing she's kind of got that soul thing down pat so um i love i love her versatility and that's exactly kind of where i am with my career i I don't want to be in one lane she's definitely one of the best singers one of the best female singers that i've ever heard yeah she's a boss she's up there with she's her dale yeah no question about it um the best of all time is mahalia jackson though i stand firm on that you know who that is yeah do you, you kidding me i'm shocked come on man come that's on Joe, mike that's you Joe know where i'm from you know where i'm from marty <laughs> <laughs> that's good though that's cool that you know who that is oh yeah every time i say that people don't they don't say act like they know who she is jess lee don't know who mahalia jackson is i bet do you? I have no idea who she is. Look up Mahalia Jackson, legend. I will. You'll have to send me a text with how to spell her name. I will. I'll say, I'm I'll like just... my number one is Celine Dion. Like I think she's she great. Is so freak. I've she was one of the only people to this day that I've seen live, and she sounded better than 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 the record. She was so pristine, so freaking good. Like. I, I can't even describe some of the things that she did. And I was like, you're, you're like aging. Like, isn't your vocal supposed to be, isn't your vocal range supposed to be going down? How are you hitting things better than you hit, you know, you know, 15 years ago on the record? Like, that's insane to me. She's incredible. She's just an unreal vocalist. So she is indeed. I love her. She's one of the best as well. No question about it. Yeah. Um, I love Boss. that. I love that you'll talk about, You'll be honest about the voice and stuff like that, because a lot of people you talk to, especially if it's a public thing on the record, so to speak, 
they won't really say what they really feel about the voice. They're kind of scared to say that. That's and, so weird. Uh, I hate that because I always want to hear somebody's <laughs> real honest opinion about the show. And every, every time I have somebody on here that has been on the voice, they will not, they'll always be like, they just, it's very, you know what I mean? It's yeah. tactful. And I love that you're not very tactful like me. <laughs> no. And I appreciate no. that. I thank really do. Thank you. I mean, I was, I told you, I'm a straight up anarchist. I am. Um, I, thank I you for tell. saying that because that's, um, that's one of the reasons I've been able to do what I've done so quickly with my career. People respect the shit out of me because I will literally look you in the eye and I'll tell you like it is. And I feel like you're going to either love me for that or you're going to hate me for that. And if you hate me for that, then you're missing out, you know, and that's just the way that it is. I'm always going to be truthful with you. I'm always going to tell you, you know, in an honest way. And the funny thing is, is I've, I've been told that before. And my truth, my true response is, is I'm literally just saying the truth. I'm, 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 I'm not saying anything that's out of contract. There obviously are some contractual things that I will never be able to get into that happened. And I won't be able to talk about that. We're behind the scenes, but they can't sue me for talking about my feelings. I, it wasn't the, the most amazing experience in the world in a lot of ways. And, um, I'm completely okay with saying that, you know, and, um, they can't do anything about that. Cause I have a right to my, my freedom of speech and my feelings, you know, actually, you know what I was just thinking about? Uh, we did have one person on the show as well that, uh, dang Ben, uh, what was her name? Uh, Natalie Brady. Natalie Brady. You know Natalie Brady? I don't. She was what on the What season was she? I don't know what season she was, but she talked about Adam Levine. Remember that? She yeah. said he was a punk. <laughs> yeah, she, she did. She straight up said she <laughs> did not like him. She don't like him. And I was like, man, I like this. What's happening now? Let's get into more That's of this. so funny. She was like, yeah, he's, a, so he's a straight up punk. And she said other oh, word. I don't know what other. I remember the See, word. See, Adam was really nice to me. It was actually, surprisingly, Alicia Keys that was like, very weird like and i've talked about this before she and i had the absolute weirdest chemistry during my blind audition she ended up saying one of the nicest things ever to me later on in the show but it was so weird in the blind audition she we got when all the chairs turn around when everything's done after they decide who turned or whatever and the little ring lights up um they all talk to you and (laughs) alicia wouldn't even look at me it was, she wouldn't even make icon. She, the whole time, like everybody was talking to me and she just was looking like this the whole time. And like, she mm. didn't even look. And I was like, damn, like she, she must have not liked me or something. And Adam was so nice. He was like, you have a very versatile vocal, blah, blah, blah. And they all kind of said their thing. And, you know, Blake and Kelly had their, their little back and forth trying to fight over me thing. Um, and, but yeah, it was for a while there on the show because I was there for months, you know, filming. I was always like, damn, I wonder why Alicia Keys hates me. <laughs> and then we get onto the level where I was kicked out and she's literally said one of the nicest things ever that I, I saved as a quote because it was so freaking nice. And I was like, oh good, I'm glad we left on good terms. <laughs> what was it? What'd she say? <laughs> she said, she, she said um, that my voice was unexpected in the way that um, she, she never knew that I was going to be more than country music because the way that I arranged I'm with you was such a country song. And then I ended up singing, I ended up having to sing a pop song that Blake Shelton picked for us. And she said, I I literally could not believe what your vocal could do. Your blind audition never highlighted that. And you could literally sing the book. She was like, you could sing anything. And I was like, whoa, thank you. Like coming from you, because you do have a great vocal. So, um, yeah, she's another one of my favorites, actually. Alicia Keys. I really love her. So I'm actually a little disappointed that 
She wouldn't look at you. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her about that. Let me text her real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Ask her. Uh, Alicia. Ask her. What the freaks up with you? And, uh, <laughs> next time you look yeah. at her. Yeah. I got it. Just that I told her. It was weird. Natalie was it on was season weird. 15. Natalie was on oh, season was she? 15. She was actually on Adam's team, and it was there. The, the, the story was it was during a uh, oh. practice, and her and uh, somebody was like I don't know what I don't watch the show, so I don't really know. But it was her and somebody else were practicing something, and then they were talking, and then Adam said something like, "Okay, we're just gonna can we can we actually get professional here or something like that, and not talk and all this stuff." And and they were like, "Wow, okay." And she didn't challenge him apparently <laughs> at that time, but I'd have been like. Interesting. Shut your mouth, little man. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> See, the the funny thing was, is Blake was like the goofiest mofo ever. Like, oh, oh yeah. my he god, seems like he when, would be. When you got him and Trace Atkins, and actually more than anybody, I loved working with Trace. But when you got Trace him and Trace funny. Atkins together, oh my god, he is the funniest, driest humor. Very dry. And he had, it's so funny. And he cracks me up because that's kind of how I am in a lot of ways. I get a little goofy, but like when I get another dry humor person, it's like we just go back and forth. And um, he was just cracking me up and he he just was such a unique person. But when you had goofy, goofy, like really actually very goofy Blake Shelton and then Trace and the whole the whole we I think we ended up going like an hour over our filming because so much of it was literally Blake picking on Trace yeah. and Trace would just sit there and be like, oh, and he'd, he'd make this noise. Like I can't even do it, but he'd make this noise. And I would just laugh every time. And they have all this film of me just laughing because I would laugh at Trace and I'd be like, I'd turn to Blake and I'm like, I don't think he liked that. And like, <laughs> just things like that, because like they just, their energy feeding off each other was so funny. And Chris but actually yeah, that wrote, was, that was, it was funny. Chris actually wrote, one of Trace's big hits. What was it called? I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Rode on, a, awesome. rode on a private jet with him one time. Oh, wait. He's the- oh, man. Wasn't supposed to tell that story. <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> to a private <laughs> island. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, uh, don't bring that up to Trace, okay? <laughs> uh, no, but they are uh, good friends. Yeah. Trace That's is awesome. so funny. And he has this thing about him, too, that's like you automatically everybody looks at him like he's big anyway. So but, (laughs) but, you know, uh, we were in a we were in a restaurant. We actually played here. This is probably one of the coolest concerts I ever did is one of those. Why in the heck am I here moments? (laughs) You know, he he called me and asked me if I'd do this thing with him here actually at the factory. And uh, we were after the show. It was actually the the Oak Ridge Boys, him and uh, Jimmy Fortune. Uh, no, Exile, the band Exile. Anyway, so we were at a dinner after the show, and uh, <laughs> and Trace was like, "Hey," he, he says, "So this waitress, no waiter, <laughs> say, can we turn this down?" <laughs> and he pointed up, you know, at the music. He said, we can't hear ourselves talking here. And the guy got, so, uh, okay. And, you know, Trace, he wasn't trying to be, it was just Trace. He, you know, yeah. he just talks like that. He wasn't trying to be, you know, and, and they turned the whole thing off, like all the way through everything. <laughs> like <laughs> they just turned it off. They didn't turn it down. They just turned it off. Hmm. 
He scared, <laughs> he scared the Schmidt out of them. Yeah, oh, man, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, they probably but. had Schmidt pants. That is um, so funny. The only time I ever met Trace was uh, very brief. I was in the studio at, at Sound Kitchen, and uh, we were recording a song, and then we were we were playing something back, and then he walks by because he records his uh, serious pre, pre-recorded serious thing at that studio. He walks by, and he goes, sounds good. And I said, thank you, Trace. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. I, I love, love you. you. <laughs> and he walks by. And I'm in there. This is this is like a, a gospel track we're doing. And uh, the guy that's with me, I said, that's Trace Atkins just said that that sounded good. And he goes, okay. He had no clue who he was. <laughs> I said, you know who Trace Atkins is? He goes, uh-uh. <laughs> no. He never, I don't think he's ever heard a country song in his life, the, yeah. boy, the guy that was with me. Anyway, <laughs> that's the only story I ever have with Trace Atkins. Um, what's the, what is your, what, your album is coming out. How many albums do you have out right now? Um, no. So I actually, I just released one that actually hit number five on sales. Um, and I was just so proud of that, especially again, I mean, I'm, this is I'm your first Indian, one. Yeah. No, it was an EP. So it's an EP. Okay. It's a short album. Yes. So, um, that one hit number five on sales and that one's called 21 jumpstart. And that's been out for like a month now, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's, it's fairly new. It's fairly newer still. Um, it's four songs and then I've got a new single coming up. Um, and we've pretty much already announced it, even though we don't have a release date that's, um, announced yet. We're kind of, um, finalizing some big things that are happening behind it that I can't necessarily talk about at the moment, but the new oh, thing is called now you're an anarchist. I know. <laughs> Let's get know, crazy. Gotta... Let's talk. <laughs> uh? But I will say, I'll tell you, you're the only, besides my podcast, you're the only other people I've mentioned it on so far. And it's going to be called love me ugly. And, love me um, ugly. Yes. I've never That's heard the only way you can love way. me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. No, <laughs> no you're beautiful. Oh, you're beautiful. thank you. Let's go eat lasagna and corn sometime. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but yeah, it was, it was a great song to write. It's, it's, it's literally one of my favorite projects I've ever done. Um, I actually self-produce my stuff. Um, I write it and I, I sing everything on it. I do every single bit. Um, so it's been really, really cool to be so, so hands-on with this. Um, and to see what's been coming from it, because obviously like, you know, when you get done with something, you do a lot of like, uh, I call it pre pre promotion because it's like, you're sending it off to all the important people in your circle and deciding, you know, what you're going to end up doing with it. And, um, it's been so cool to see the way that it's been moving people in such a different way that I've ever done with my music before. Um, and it's been cool to take something that's literally never been said before. I've I have never heard anybody say the term love me ugly. And and basically it's the term that um, what, what we based it off was the uh, the quote that Marilyn Monroe says that if you can't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. And that's the whole concept of the song in, in a very um, empowering and anthetic, but also vo- but a very vulnerable way um, to basically say, I am not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. And I'm willing to give you all of my unconditional love. Are you going to do the same thing back and love me ugly? And it's so cool. So I'm, 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 I've never been this excited to release a song before, to be honest with you. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very stoked about it. And did you, did you say, uh, did I miss it? Cause you know, like I said, I only hear the, the, the end of stories. Uh, did you say <laughs> when that, did that come, when that's coming out or that, that song's no, already that's out? Gonna, 
No, that's going to be my new single. That's going to be coming out. Um, it's it's projected um, for either the end of July or the beginning of August. We're just finalizing some things behind the scenes right now with it because it's such a huge song, like just strength wise that my team is like, we need to, we need to do something crazy for this. So we're just finalizing some things and then we're going to go ahead and make that announcement here. So the album is called 21 jumpstart. Yeah. The album, the album that's already out. Yeah. That's called 21 jumpstart. And then you have a single coming called love me ugly and then a punk album coming next year. 2022. Yeah. Should have chose Kelly. <laughs> right? Is that what you said? Should have chose Kelly. That's the name of it. Mosh pit yeah. love. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Hey, listen. And you have a podcast as well. I want to touch on that. What's your podcast? What's the name of it? I don't remember. Oh, thank you for bringing it up. It's 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 called the Just Lee Road Show. Um, this just came out though, right? This just happened, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually really excited because it's, it, we only are five episodes in and it, it actually hit one Oh three on the rankings for podcasts wow. and Look at you. people are like loving it. Like, um, and it's funny because I'm literally just telling my stories. I'm literally just telling my crazy stories as a writer, as an artist. Um, we do behind the scenes stuff where we film like what I do when I'm off as a backdrop of my touring, when I like go play a big show, what am I doing when I'm off the road, visiting these holes in the walls and going on segues, you know, exploring towns that I've never toured in before and kind of giving a sneak peek, um, peek at these places that a lot of people have never gone. And it's cool because how, what inspired it was I had so many people being like, Hey, you tour a lot. Tell me what this city's like. Tell me what you love to do here. And I'm like, all these people are asking me all these places I've been. I'm just going to make a podcast about it and give them a spot to, you know, go listen to. And they can also get some film um, and see, you know, these places firsthand. And it's with the way that my team describes it. It's like Jess Lee meets Guy Fieri or Fieri, however you say it's Fieri, um, American Pickers and Duck Dynasty because there's always like a foodie excursion and then there's like a crazy excursion that you do in the town and then there's like a lesson at the end of it that we all talk about what we learned from that experience so it's it's really 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 fun it's super unique um and I've been I've been like overwhelmed with the response. I, I just can't even believe how many people have been so interested in, in what I do and what I like to eat. So, so it's a, it's a solo show. You don't have guests or nothing like that. Is that what you're saying? No, I do. So I actually, um, my uh, Chris Ross, um, from Winject hosts it. So he actually kind of like mediates it and joins in and, and pops in on conversation. And then I actually talk about it with my manager and my manager is actually also my boyfriend and his name is Steve Virginia. Um, he's been here in Nashville for about 15 years. And um, he actually manages Chris Ross and a couple other artists um, and myself. And um, yeah, and he took me on as a manager. We, we talk about my story on there, I think on the first episode. But he took me in as a manager when I officially moved to Nashville um, after The Voice. And we worked together for about a year. And then one day I was just like, we spend a lot of time together and I really like you. So date me. <laughs> so wow. it, was like, it was just I like just that. Fell huh? in love with, yeah. I was like, you need to just date me. I pursued the <laughs> out of him. I was like, you're going to date me now. And he did. And we've been inseparable ever since. So it's been four years of him being my manager and three years now of him being my boyfriend as well. So. Oh man. And is that a, yeah. is that just an audio only po podcast or is it audio and video? 
it's audio and video. And awesome. then we also, when we do the video stuff on the road, so we always video like our excursions and we video um, all of our foodie experience stuff. So um, like the one that we just did with Houston, Texas, we showed, we played this big show um, in a place called Typhoon, Texas. And it was so unique. I had to capture video of it because literally I'm on this massive stage and these people are, this huge crowd of people are floating in front of me on a wave pool and everybody's listening to music and they're just floating in front of us. And I'm like, this is so fun. Like I've personally never really played. I played on some amazing stages and I've never had people just floating in front of me. So I, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. It was just so vibey. And I took a video of them on one of the parts where it's a lot of crowd participation. And we take all of that stuff and we'll actually show it and bring it up. And there's a video of every little piece. And like, for instance, we went to a place called Lone Star Burgers. And it was this crazy burger that I had never seen before. And of course, I'm like shameless. So I'm biting into this thing. And I'm talking about the taste profiles, like a little miniature Guy Fieri. <laughs> and yeah, so it was, uh, it's, it's, it's really fun. It's really unique. I've, I've, um, I've listened to a, a, a lot of podcasts, and I've never seen anything quite like it and heard anything quite like it. So I think it's for someone who if you like food, and you like travel, and you want to know what fun stuff to do when you're in that area, and you want to know a little bit about me. Um, that's your podcast. <laughs> so the, the podcast is called Jess Lee Roadshow. That's on YouTube. Yeah. And, and it's also anywhere podcast or heard, right? Yeah, it's the Jess Lee Roadshow. And the video portion is actually only um, uh, exclusively on Winject. Winject. And then you can stream it. Winject.com? I think so. I think that's what it is. Winject.com. I'm so bad too. Cause my, my management makes those posts and those creates those things for me. So I actually don't mm. know the URL, but I believe it is when just winject.com. Um, and you can go there and you can actually watch and, and get a subscription to watch it. Um, and then, um, all of anywhere where you want to stream your podcast, you can, you can stream it anywhere, wherever your normal streaming thing is. Right. Right. And so yeah. your music and your tour and everything like that can be found jesslee.com. It's yes, I'm jesslemusic.com. Jesslemusic.com. Yes, my name is weird. So I like to tell people when you say it it's like Leslie but with a J and so it's it's just Jesslee and you spell it J E S S L E E and then the website's jesslemusic.com. And then um all of my socials and everything are on there too. I've, I've got it all linked up there. So if you want to connect any other way, um, you can find all of that right there. And actually boots and hose is branched off of my website as well. It has its own, but since it's kind of like a subsidiary of me, <laughs> um, we have it linked to my site as well. So if you do want to check out that Garth and Gain shirt, it's there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go check around a lot of stuff on the boots and hose to, for the. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go look for some bedazzled bits and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we're probably going to do an episode just on bedazzling our bits. But we're going to do I that, like that. For each other. Oh, man. Yeah. You excited about that, buddy? I I'm so excited like about that. We'll put one here. Maybe later. Does that feel but, nice right there? One right here? Just, uh, Nick Epstein, yeah, just go on. It's not hard. You just put it up there. There we go. I'm so scared. There we you go. Got there so we go. And boom, look at that. Oh, man. You got that. Does that feel nice? <laughs> I feel dirty. You should. I think you should do an in-studio bedazzle bits where, Marty, like, you come in shirtless, and then they bedazzle you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With with You know I'm how serious. when I come in without a shirt, <laughs> it looks like I got a sweater on still. 
So you're talking about some <laughs> some hard times pulling those bedazzled jewels off, man. Yeah, that sounds not awful, pleasant. actually. <laughs> Me and Chris with a couple yeah, of hot glue guns. Yeah. Oh, hot glue that guns. Oh, man. Yeah. Dave's like, yeah, you ready? Yeah, baby. This is good entertainment. Mic it up so you can get into the, what is it, SMR? ASMR? ASMR, where you yeah. hear everything. Yeah. <laughs> you hear the, you hear the oh. glue burning the, the hair. And then you People just hear like, Marty in the background. Too low. <laughs> you know what I'm Chris, get back up here. Anyway. Wrong Oh, uh, yeah. That, that went off the rails Chris, really fast. Chris, give me another five. For the road, for the Jess Lee Road Show. One more five. Chris, can I get, can I get an air five? Look please? at that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bam. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He I'm done he, now. He didn't I do it. it. I did it. He, I did it. You see how, do like a, he doesn't know how to fire. Like Ready, Jessly? Here we go. Ready? Ready? One, two, three. Oh. Yeah. I was going. I thought he was. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Even yeah. Do it right. yeah. Dave, yeah. you tried. No. I just. You tried, Dave. Ready? One last Dave, one. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> man. You're a professional high fiver. Oh, man. Dave. Dave, you are a boss. You know why? It's because we don't have pineapple on our pizza. That's right. <laughs> I think that's probably it. It probably messed exactly with our brain. Right. It probably did. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind it, though. I'm still going to eat one again. Yeah. Strictly meat. Oh, y'all are, y'all are a trip. I'm strictly bedazzled meat. <laughs> 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 okay, before you go, we always do a uh, unbelievable fact at the end of the show. You ready? I love it. Yeah, go for it. Giraffes hum to each other at night to make sure the herd stays together. They also pick their noses with their tongues. So, a lot like me. Well, there you go. Yeah. Wow. I hum and I pick my nose. I wish I could actually pick my nose. My tongue is the shortest tongue ever. And did you know that giraffes have the same number of vertebrae in their neck that you do? Really? That is weird. Isn't that weird? Wow. That is weird. That seems unreal. I have to fact check that. (laughs) Fact check me. They must just be (laughs) massive. Just kidding. Massive vertebrae. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm. crazy. You got any facts for us? Me? Yeah. No. If my boyfriend was here, he's like a book of useless facts. I almost wish he was. Well, I need to. to... He'd give you some where you'd be like, what? I do have a fact. Okay. Let's hear it. I just learned this the other day from him. Did you know? This is weird to me. Maybe it won't be as weird to you. Did you know that Panda Express actually invented the orange chicken? No. Nice. I thought I'd been getting that into uh, Chinese restaurants for. But I, yeah, no, that's, in, 19, that's the case. in 1970, I can't remember. It was, it was either 70 or 71. They actually, they started, it's an, it's an American thing. You don't get, like, it's not a Chinese thing. It's actually an American, Chinese, Asian hmm. dish, right? There's a few stuff they, like that, yeah. Yeah, well, Alfredo is like that. I embarrassed the out of myself when I was, the first time I went to Italy, because I asked for Alfredo, and they're like, no, that's wow. an American thing. But, but it's true. There's my useless fact, my my fun fact, whatever you want to call it. Panda Express actually invented the sesame chicken and the orange chicken. That's a good one. Well, I here, that's I'm not better than the Thank you. Thing. I got a couple of those, too. That, that is better. Yeah. yeah. I like that better. It's about <laughs> better than the giraffe thing. I'm going to cut mine no, out and just Dave. redo that and say hers. Yeah. One of the most popular <laughs> uh, Indian dishes, chicken. We were, I think we were just talking about chicken tiki masala. 
Yeah. It's like, that's not Indian. That was actually, it's in all the uh, Indian places like here, but it was actually in, started in London and that's where there's weird. a lot of Indian uh, hmm. restaurants. Wow. But London that was the first crazy. one. It, it didn't actually start in India. And also a second one is uh, fortune cookies aren't in yeah, China. Definitely all American. No, yeah, I, I did know that one because yeah. of the whole, I think, Panda Express thing too. We were on the subject of all the weird American Chinese culture stuff that happened. But yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that about the Indian dish. That's very interesting. Yep. Wow. So, since we're talking about uh, food, just one more I'm thing so before we go. Right now, um, I know uh, my my fun fact would be a oh, food man. fact. I'm so sorry. I no, no, like I love like it. I could girl. eat a barbecued aardvark right now. What I'm you... actually late for a crawfish boil. Are you really Ooh, <laughs> crawfish boil? You son of a bitch! Yes. Yeah. I'm jealous. Cowley you didn't want to invite us, Dave? Come Damn. on, no. let's, uh, <laughs> it's at this dude's house. I'll just give you the address, and we can just GPS ourselves over there. Okay, just yeah, say it. Say the address. Shoot it over. <laughs> Shoot it over. <laughs> um, do you know the first fast food restaurant? You know what it was? I don't. I, I feel like I want to say McDonald's, but that's wrong. It is wrong. That's what everybody thinks. So Dave and I were just talking I about bet. this. It's White Castle. White actually. Castle. Shut up. Yes, ma'am. That's Yes, ma'am. I did not know that. You're welcome. I thought that was like a newer thing. How much do you love White Castle? I don't. In this thing. (laughs) (laughs) End it. Cut it. We're not even publishing this daggum. Appreciate your time, but no thank you. (laughs) I don't know why I never got into them. But you know what I am obsessed with, though? I'm Mick Griddles. Damn, I love a good McGriddle. Those are good. I just love mm. them. Most unhealthy thing them. on McDonald's menu. <laughs> yes, I love Next thing that. she's going to say, she loves Crystal better than White Castle. There's no way she's going to say that. I don't like Crystal at all. She don't like Crystal <laughs> at all. Well, at least there's that. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave on a good redeemed. note. The show's back on. You're redeemed. <laughs> yeah. We're if posting half of this show now. <laughs> yeah. If if, there, if I had to choose, it was my last meal and I could eat Crystal or White Castle, it'd be White Castle hands down 10 times over. Boom. <laughs> There we go. Yep. yep. Have what I'm talking about. Now she's saved by grace. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I mean, sir. Excuse me. So sorry, Dave. Please don't kick us out of here. I'm going to be dazzling. Y'all are fun. Jess Lee, thank you so much. God bless you for coming on our show. Oh. We are so thankful and grateful that you would. And when and don't forget about us when your TV show takes off and you're world famous. We're going to have you back home. Ditto. You guys are the best. I had a blast with you. I, I really mean this. I... I, I love doing interviews, but it's not often that I laugh as much. And I love these podcasts and I love yours. And it's, it's fun the whole time. It just, it's organic and it's fun. So I, I really loved it. Thank you for having me. I would love to come back on anytime y'all want to invite me. We, yeah. will, we will be doing that. Uh, it, have you noticed me grabbing at things uh, throughout the show? <laughs> yeah. There, what there's is- a gnat. I should have showered this morning. There's yeah. a gnat that keeps flying. <laughs> Around my anyway, uh, I love you to death. I don't even really know you that well, but I, we have been texting oh, back and forth. Ditto. So, uh, yes, you're now my cousin. So, whether I you like it. it or not, we are we are cousins. We are we are fam now. It's, That's it's, right. It's on. All right, <laughs> we will see you down the road. Thank Hell yeah! You, I can't wait. Thanks, Y'all. Jess. Thank you again for having me. I look forward to coming back. You guys are wonderful. Yes, ma'am. See you later. Bye. Bye. 
Ah, thank y'all so much for listening to the Marty Ray Project Chats. And a big thank you to Rode for supplying the sound with Rodecaster Pro. Whether you like what you heard or hated what you heard, subscribe and rate us anyway. Let us have it. 